welcome back welcome back to the show we are bringing a subject forward today that we've been exploring inside of our monthly membership and our online community sisters that stray collective so this is a space you've probably heard us talk about before but we really love this space Um, It's a place where we will practice live embodiment together. Leah leads us in an embodiment practice over Zoom once a month. Uh, It's also a place where we will explore a topic together. Um, I will also provide a new recorded meditation and breathwork practice that really supports the topic that we're exploring Because like we talk about all the time, (laughs) we really believe in the importance of embodiment. So it's not just about absorbing and talking about the information, but really um, feeling it move through your body. So the topic that we've been exploring over the last few months inside of the collective is the feminine archetypes. This has been so fun to dive into together with the community because what the archetypes really offer us is a look at all of the different roles and layers and flavors uh, that we can embody as women. You know, sometimes we believe like if you're a mom, you know, you might just feel like the only role that you play in life is a is a mother or a wife. And, um, you know, or if you're Um, really focused on your career and that's like your primary focus and so you really are embodying this like um, ambitious driven woman Um, but you know what's fun about the archetypes is that it shows us there's so so much depth to being a woman and so we don't have to subscribe to just one role in life We don't have to let that, um, you know, kind of like the identities that the world tries to place on us um, based off of like what we do, you know, in our day to day life. We don't have to let that limit us. We have access to all these incredible like um, what is the word like very diverse (laughs) different yeah, like roles that we have within us that are these archetypes. So the first one that we dove in together was um, the maiden. And so we really like to start with the maiden. I mean, there are dozens of different archetypes to explore, but we decided to start with the maiden inside of the collective because this is really uh, where you are essentially initiated into womanhood. And so, you know, you work with like your very... Um, like, you know, virgin, pure essence and like first exploring and opening up uh, to the world and to your womanhood. Um, From there, we moved into the queen. Uh, The queen is all about, you know, she's not waiting for, for anyone to save her like the princess, but she has moved into the queen archetype, which is she knows who the fuck she is. She knows how she serves. <laughs> she knows her worth. And she really doesn't subscribe to anyone's rules but her own. And then from there, we dove into the wild woman, which a lot of the women inside of our collective were super excited for this one because we had just come back from Costa Rica um, on a retreat that we went to together, our Power, Purpose, and Pleasure retreat. And of course, we all were very much 
in our wild woman essence in Costa Rica. Um, but it was fun to show them like you can absolutely access this archetype as well, no matter where you are. You don't have to be in a jungle or on a beach to access these, you know, this particular archetype or even the queen, you know, you don't have to be rich and famous to be a queen and to access that archetype. Um, from there, we moved into the lover. The lover was really sweet and sensual to explore. And then now this month, we are inside uh, exploring the mystic. And there's a lot of women who are excited for, for this one as well, because we have a lot of like very mystical women um, inside of our community who are really into, yeah, like tapping into how can I how can I become more in relationship with my intuition and my inner knowing so that I'm not looking outside of myself to find the direction that I'm looking for or to allow anyone else to show me what my truth is. She's so you know, deeply connected to her own, her own inner voice. Um, and it was also really cool to explore with the mystic is um, each of these archetypes, they're connected to a certain part of our body uh, as women. And so the mystic is really connected to, of course, the third eye, which is that, um, you know, the part of us that can perceive and see past just the physical realm. Um, but she's also connected to our cervix as women. And if you think about the cervix, that's the bridge between the physical and the non-physical, right? Like that's literally where life comes from. Um, so yeah, the mystic has been um, really exciting for a lot of the women to to get to know her. And we are going to move into the seductress this month, the month of September. Um, so yeah, the seductress is who we're going to talk about today on the show. Um, but first, I'd love for Leah to share a little bit more about, yeah, like who the archetypes are, why we use them, um, why they're important to us to explore as women. It's important for us to understand that these archetypes, when we explore them, they're not separate from us. Each of these archetypes are already within us. And like we talked about with the, the good girl, mm. we might each identify in a different way with these archetypes. Uh, they might look differently for, for all of us. We might experience them and express them differently. But what we really want to understand is they're within us. And so a lot of times when we guide women through exploring these archetypes and learning about them, it feels more like a remembrance. And that's really what we experience. Um, I think a lot of the women experienced that with the wild woman when we did it in Costa Rica, because yeah. it just feels like literally letting this really natural part of you out for sometimes the first time ever. Mm -hmm. And it's so almost addictive. <laughs> and exciting and thrilling because you're like oh this part of me that I've been I didn't even know but I was missing yeah and you you usually already kind of know your way there you already know what that wild woman or the mystic needs it's just remembering oh there she is mm -hmm. and so exploring the archetypes is a way to learn more about yourself heal different parts of you, mm -hmm. expand and grow in different ways, because you're looking at this part of you. So for example, the seductress, and the things that she embodies, and 
the way she moves through the world and how like her strengths, the light side, the empower side, and then the shadow side, the disempowered side. And that helps you to see, oh yeah, I really, I want to embody more of this part of her. And I'm definitely holding this shadow trait of the seductress. And so I want to, I want to heal that part of me, or Mm -hmm. I want to embrace that part of me so it can become more in my wholeness rather Mm -hmm. than separate from me. Like Manda was saying, it's so important for us to do this work as women so that we don't get so stuck in just one of our identities. We, and then we, what happens is we push away and suppress the other parts of us, mm-hmm. whether it be the lover or the maiden or the seductress, right? And so it's a way to embrace all of yourself, learn more about yourself in a way that maybe you wouldn't have access to without looking at these archetypes and yeah, essentially come, come more into your full, yeah, truest expression, right? So the seductress is definitely one of the more edgy ones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The queen, it's like, yeah, let's embody our queen, you know? <laughs> and then we bring the seductress. And there's a reason that we've worked through the archetypes in this order, mm-hmm. right? So we're building your relationship to the archetypes and taking you through the different steps to meet them and express them and now moving into the seductress after we've already explored I think five others Mm -hmm. it's like building safety almost Mm -hmm. like um right because that's why we especially started with the maiden that really establishes um you know, kind of rewriting your initiation into womanhood, because that's what a lot of us maybe missed in those early years of puberty, essentially. Right? So we wouldn't want to just dive straight into the seductress without first, you know, building these layers of, of yeah, like, you know, your initiation into womanhood, and then like, you knowing who you are, knowing your worth, and then the wild woman is like unleashing that primal part of you and, and your voice, using your voice and, you know, removing the filter that you might place on yourself. Um, the lover, right? Like that's, you know, we can dive into her because we've built these these layers of of safety and of, of um, what is the word? Like trust. Trust. Yes. Trust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, the seductress, like Leo was saying, she's a little edgy. Yeah, she's a little edgy, and we need that. We need that in our life, right? We need to step into the darkness at times. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she has so much to teach us around fully claiming our desires, stepping into our sexuality in a way that's not needing external validation but it's just for us mm-hmm. yeah, redefining that. what that means and like this this energy what i what i love about the seductress is the this magnetic energy yep so my you'll see yeah like probably manda and i the way we'll speak about the seductress is a little bit different because like we said everyone has a different relationship or way of relating to each of the archetypes mm-hmm. So the main way that I really relate to the seductress is like seducing my desires. Yeah. Seducing um, life, (laughs) like the Mm -hmm. world, truly. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say desires, there's 
a way in which we as women really put our desires to the side. And when I say desires, I'm not talking about like, I desire to get my nails done and I desire to like... Clean up my desktop. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm talking about like the deep, delicious, maybe naughty, just completely juicy, huge, like the really big desires Mm -hmm. um, that we have as women, but we've buried so deep underground or like don't admit it to anyone because it's like, that's ridiculous. I can't have that. Or that's Mm -hmm. just like never going to happen or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm speaking to when I say desire. It's like that, that true desire that lives inside of you. Mm. And the seductress invites us to be really bold in that, really honest in that. And it's almost, I guess it's kind of like manifesting, but it's like, it's like holding the frequency of your desire in your body and then feeling how that makes you feel, right? So like excited, turned on, um, like passionate, Mm-hmm. fulfilled, free, liberated. And so it's really about bringing that sexual energy in through the body to magnetize. And this could be a lover. You can magnetize a lover. You can magnetize a desire. Um, and she teaches us, it's like she sources that from within. So she's not only turned on by her boyfriend, Right? She's not only experiencing pleasure when her boyfriend is like initiating sex, right? It's not this like external thing that's sourced from without, with, um, outside of her. Mm-hmm. She's able to know and understand that she is self sourced. She can source her own energy, her own life force, her own desire, mm-hmm. or her own sexual energy to really like have that energy of pleasure through the body and when we're doing that that's when we're magnetizing that's when we're radiant that's when we're seducing like where it's like we're pulling it in but it's not like i'm like i'm like making this like really sexy eyes at you and i'm like actually like using my arms to pull you in you know it's this more subtle like just kind of settled into my body and my energy but I'm literally magnetizing you from across the room. Yeah. So it's like an art. It's yeah. it's, a, it's magic. It's it is. Um, and it's it's honestly can be kind of it requires work to like tap into that because we are really conditioned to externalize our pleasure and our sexuality and feel like and then if we're you know, rejected, that means we're not good enough. And so there's Mm -hmm. a lot within that on the shadow side that we have to, you know, really look at. Well, yeah, isn't it interesting how, how, yeah, like the way that culture paints the seductress is like usually as either a villain or um, painting that like magic that you just described as something bad. Um, like naughty or wrong or evil or manipulative when really like that's a that's a superpower that we have as women it is like magic we have this magnetic quality and we have this very seductive quality 
And what I love about the seductress is that she really owns that. And she doesn't, um, she does, she's not just like this, um, bimbo, right? Which I think sometimes the seductress, like if we think of, um, you know, characters like that, that we might be reminded of, like, you know, even like Marilyn Monroe, right? And she often played a seductress and she was kind of painted as like just this blonde with, you know, curvy blonde and people were just, you know, into her for her looks. But, um, but yeah, she was so much more than that. Like, you know, she really did embody the full spectrum of, of the feminine and, um, yeah, and so the seductress is not, she's not dumb. She's not a bimbo. She's not, and I don't even like using the word bimbo because I think that has a negative connotation to it. I think we could spend another episode talking about what that actually means, but just essentially she's not, she's not naive. She's not dumb. She's not just hiding behind her looks and just like, just using her looks to get around in the world. Like she is smart and she knows how to get what she wants because she has this ability to like, like Leah was saying, not only tap into her own desires, but she can tap into the desires of other people. And I've been reading this book. Um, it's called Unbound, A Woman's Guide to Power. And it's actually written by a dominatrix. And so you could, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> the world of being a dominatrix, I'm sure really coincides with this archetype of the seductress. And I love what she writes about about power and how power isn't necessarily a feeling, but it's it's influence. It's being able to influence people and not in a way that's manipulative or controlling because then you're really taking their power away from them. But it's about tapping into people's deepest desires and like she talks about dom and sub and when you're in the dom role you're really pointing all of your attention out and so you're really like tapping into the other person's um, experience and feelings and desires and then you're just drawing that out of them and then the subs role is more of like internal your focus is internally focused on like what are my desires what do I want you know how do I want to you know, be treated or whatnot. So I really see the seductress in the dominant role. Like she is fully in that authority and knows how to use this magic that she holds to draw, you know, people's deepest desires out of them. She can tap into that. And that's how, you know, she can also get what she wants. So she's, again, she's not doing it in a way that's like manipulating someone or taking their power away, but she just has this incredible ability to tap into desire and she gets what she wants. And she is, I love that this archetype is also linked to, you know, power, money, and sex. And these are three things that usually as women, we're like taught not to fuck with. (laughs) That's not for you as women. Or like we're taught that, you know, kind of like the toxic um, traits of women are, are more attracted to these things. But the empowered seductress loves these things. She, she wants these things and she gets these things, right? And it's not, again, in a way that's toxic, um, but it's a way, it's in a way of like, yeah, like she owns her desires and she 
can step into her power to yeah to draw them in and I think it's just really empowering to see an archetype do this you know in a way that's like really breaking that um that stereotype of like what that might look like um or how that might be perceived as like a bad thing you know and it's like you know, Lee and I talk about this a lot, how the energy of sex and money are linked. They're very similar, right? And so it's like this archetype has really, she really understands that and she really embodies that. So yeah, money and sex are a very similar energy. And for each, well, each come with so much power and responsibility, right? And for each energy you need a strong capacity to hold more so if we don't have the capacity life isn't going to just give us more money and if we don't have the capacity we can't experience more of our sexuality or more of our our pleasure Mm -hmm. and it it also requires us to have to deepen our discernment when we work with money or we work with sex. We need to deepen our discernment, that masculine energy. And the body is essentially the vessel that holds both, right? So talking about capacity. And so the pathway to have more of either, experience more of either, is essentially working with the nervous system to be able to hold that so we don't freak out when we get all this money, what do we do with it? Or we don't freak out, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, maybe not freak out is the best way to say it. <laughs> Dysregulate, you know, ourself. Um, uh, and that's why a lot of us will, if we experience some sort of like disassociation in sex, um, our body becomes numb because the body just like literally cannot hold it. Mm. So, yeah, and then it's interesting to look at the shadow side of the seductress, right? So the shadow side, meaning basically the, if she wasn't in her empowered state, this is how she would be um, manifested, right? Like Uh interacting with the world. So really manipulative. And that's the thing with money and with sex. When we have a lot of that and we don't have the self-responsibility or the strong capacity, we'll use it to manipulate others, to get what we want. Mm -hmm. Um, And like using that seductress power to get something. So it's almost like this energy is like, yeah, it's like a graspy energy rather than just being like settled Mm -hmm. into. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like using all those powers to get something, to gain more control, to manipulate others rather than just like settled into who she is and trusting her power and like focusing on her desire. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm reminded we did an embodied dance at our facilitator training in Costa Rica this past May. We were working with this archetype because we were working with money. Um, And so we always move these things through the body so we can talk about it. What does that look like? How does that feel in the body? And so we use the seductress archetype to see what it feels like to be seducing your desires in a space with other people, but not like this outward graspy energy. So there's a way you can stay in your body, in your essence, in your settled into you and literally become magnetic 
but not trying to change others or need others to see you a certain way or get something from someone or get that approval. So, Mm, and that's why, so this is why it's so important to work more consciously and intentionally with all the archetypes, but this one specifically, because otherwise it will, it'll show up for you in that shadow aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, if you're interested in going deeper into this, you can join us this month inside of Sisters That Stray Collective. Again, this is our, our membership, our online sisterhood, a really beautiful community of women and all the other archetypes we mentioned, those past workshops and the integration guides and playlists and everything we did on that archetype is still available in there. So you can catch up, you can binge watch <laughs> and get all the archetypes, upload that. Um, yeah, and don't forget, um, we are giving away a couple lucky reviewers a free month inside of the collective. So if you leave us a review on iTunes um, or anywhere else that you're able to leave us a written review, we will draw a couple lucky winners uh, for the month of September to join us for free inside of the collective. So yeah, this is a really great opportunity if you are craving a space where you can dive into yourself and your own inner work. I know a lot of people, you know, um, read a lot of books and listen to podcasts and try to like figure it out themselves. And that can be really confusing and more of like the slow journey there. Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard for it to really integrate. So we'd love to have you. We'd love for you to be a part of it. And all those links will be in the show notes. Yeah. So if you're interested in embodying your seductress definitely step inside and join us. Uh, You can either join us live for that practice, or of course it will be recorded. Um, But it's definitely going to be a fun one to embody. And I think a really important one for us to practice embodying in a safe space so that she can be integrated in a really empowered way throughout your life. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining.